0: leadership the science of winning with your host Dave Evans welcome to the show hello again it's Dave Evans your host for bold leadership and today we're going to talk about leadership the science versus the art the first question I want to ask all of you is why do winning teams win why does Greg Popovich with the San Antonio Spurs or Urban Meyer with the Ohio State Buckeyes continue winning traditions every day It's simple. They have a science to winning. They have defined a laser focused process which prepares their team for every game they play. They understand and have defined measurable roles for each player and they all have their own personal objectives. They ensure everyone on their team understands their position and how to execute their responsibilities. More importantly, they understand what it takes to work as a team and win as a team. It's not about individuals, it's about developing that strong team that will push. Finally, they have both developed winning attitudes with the people that they coach. Their teams truly believe and feel in their hearts, at any time, I won't let you beat me. So how do you get there? How do you understand what that means? Well, first you need to understand the difference between leadership and management. Leadership is motivating people to do the right thing every time by creating an environment of trust. Vince Lombardi said it best, getting people to do what they would not ordinarily want to do and be excited about it. Leadership is a successful partnership between leaders and followers in order to accomplish an endeavor. The goal is being effective, it's about doing the right thing, and it is people-focused. Management is about ensuring resources are available and used successfully to accomplish an endeavor today and better in the future. It's about being efficient, and it's about doing things right. What I will tell you is if you focus on management and not leadership, it's much harder to win because you're task-focused and not people-focused. So what is bold leadership, and how does it apply to the science? First, to be a bold leader, you need to be laser-focused on your process and how your people prepare for their daily work. You must understand the factors that motivate people. There's two things that motivate people in life. Maslow's hierarchy of needs talks about five, but we're going to talk about two today, hygiene factors and motivating factors. Understand that hygiene factors do not motivate people. They satisfy people. If they're absent, people are dissatisfied and they will walk away from the job. So what are some hygiene factors you should be concerned with? Pay, working conditions, and job security are three very specific hygiene factors. It's about quality of life. If somebody is worried about their pay or the future of their job, they are gonna slow down their performance for you because they're looking for something else to do to take care of the ones they love. Motivating factors, on the other hand, are those things that encourage people to give their best to the job and get the most personal reward from the job. It's recognition, it's giving people responsibility and the authority to do what they need to do to get their job done. It's ensuring that the folks that work with you have meaningful work and they're empowered to do their job. If you give your teammates ownership for their responsibilities, they are going to perform at the highest level. It's about the quality of opportunity. So, what's the simple step and the science to getting there? If you're a leader, if you're a CEO, if you're a senior VP, you need to steer your people. You are the rudder for that boat and you need to steer it in the direction it needs to go. So, what does steer mean? Steer is first, set expectations. Second, trust. Build trust with your employees. Trust your employees. Third, once you entrust them, empower them. Fourth, once you've empowered them, you need to engage your employees and understand what is going on in their daily lives. You need to be their teammate, not just their boss. And finally, with any good supervisor, you need to review their work and then provide course corrections as you steer them to, through the path of success. It's about developing the proper attitude and creating a place where people want to work. At the same time, you're building that trust In the opposite direction in leadership because you trust your people to do their job they're going to perform at a higher level for you one of the things that we see every day is where senior executives sit and how they message to their people and how they set expectations how many of you have been stuck behind that desk sitting there taking care of emails tasks focused on the inbox and not away from your desk walking around seeing what's going on understanding your folks, letting them know that you think what they do is important and you understand, understand the challenges, challenges that they faced. Through your messaging, you need to ensure that your employees, your teammates, understand the company's objectives. They need to understand those objectives as well as their role and their direction in meeting those objectives. If you have teammates that work with you on your team that don't understand their role, in relation to the objectives and the company's goals, it's very difficult for them to perform at the level you want them to perform. I'm gonna break this down very simply for everybody. If you look at a football team, you have your CEO, which is the head coach. You have your senior vice presidents, which are your position coaches, and then you have your teammates, which are the different positions on the team. Each one of those positions knows exactly what they want to do. The head coach, the CEO, provides the direction and guidance for the entire team to meet the weekly objectives of winning the game. He sets the game plan in motion with his offensive and defensive coordinators, and then his position coaches work to ensure that the players know their specific roles and how it relates to their other teammates. You have the quarterback that runs the play, the lineman that makes the block, the receiver that makes the catch, but you have the head coaches and the coordinators that are ensuring that this symphony plays perfectly every time and has the ability to adjust as the game adjusts. Your company should be no different. You know, 12 and 13-year-old kids playing sports they get more practice on the fundamentals of doing their job and playing their game than I bet most of the people that work in your company do on a daily basis. So I'll ask you, what is your training plan? How is your team practicing to win every Saturday? What are you doing for your employees and your teammates to ensure that they win? If you're a division chief or a section lead or a program manager, what are you doing daily to ensure your team has the tools to be successful at winning the next contract or building more business for your company? One of the funny things you'll hear in life is that bold leaders kick butt and take names. No, they don't. Bold leaders create a clear and achievable vision of the future. They are not dictators. They work to build the team to ensure that the company's goals are met. Their most important role is to build a collaborative plan to achieve the vision and the goals that you have set in your strategic plan. They need the resources available to succeed, and they must execute every time, on time, all the time. Finally, this action creates sustainability and growth. You see, leadership, especially bold leadership, is the science. You need to set your people up for success. You need to steer them in the right direction. You need to set expectations, build trust, empower your folks, engage, and review. Today on our podcast, I would like to close with seven things really bold leaders do by Kevin Dom. First and foremost, they own their flaws and strengths. Secondly, they keep clear priorities. Third, they speak up. Fourth, they pair knowledge with action. Fifth, they accept the value of failure and understand what it means to learn from those failures. Next, they make the most of small wins. And finally, they build momentum. Being a great leader is about empowerment. It's about taking care of your folks and doing what needs to be done every day to drive the team to the end goal. You cannot get stuck looking for how to get there. You have to have a plan. You have to have a process. And you have to be able to adapt that process as your business situation changes. So with that, we'll call today's session to a close. I'm really excited about the next session. We're going to talk about being a bold leader in quicksand and how to balance your fear. Until next time, I look forward to you guys having a great week and doing great things and not being afraid to be bold. With that, if you have any questions or you want to send us an email, please email us at dave at theevansgroup.com.